Hey friends, welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Today, I am sharing with you the flip side of something I often advocate for, which is getting quiet in the word of God, first thing in the morning, rising before your family, and all that jazz. But today, we are talking about why it's also important to get in God's word throughout the day, ways that we can actually go about doing that, and scripture verses that encourage you of the importance of seeking God throughout the day, not just in the mornings. Are you overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. Now, brown cow. (laughs) So this morning I was hitting record and I was like, oh my goodness, my throat sounds like there's a frog in there. It was terrible. So... I was just doing some vocal cord warm-up singing and drank some honey and doing some Ron Burgundy warm-ups as you heard me begin this episode with. Um, But today, I want to talk a little bit about quiet times in the morning, but also the flip side of that and being in God's word throughout the day and why it is also important. So if you've been in my circle for any amount of time, you know that I am a huge advocate for getting up before your family and getting in the word of God. It's been the number one thing that has changed my life in such phenomenal ways. Like I can't even describe it. I've talked about a lot that, you know, motherhood became, was this catalyst in my life where prior to motherhood, I was not even seeking God regularly. Like I would do these structured Bible studies and I would do the homework associated with them. I would go to God's word if uh, something came up for me that like in a sermon or somebody mentioned a scripture verse somewhere and I was thinking, I should probably go look that up myself because I'm like one of those people who I need to go read it myself <laughs> to make sure I'm I'm trusting what's being said here. And I would go read God's word in times where I needed it, where I was struggling mentally, emotionally, physically, felt down, whatever else. But I wasn't one that was in God's word 
daily. And I've even done, you know, the Bible in a year. And even that I struggled to get into daily. I did complete it in the year between, you know, January 1st, December 31st. But some days I would read more and some days I just wouldn't read. And so becoming a mom made everything so much more intentional in my life, especially my time and especially my time with God, because I am like, what? Who gave me this child? (laughs) So much responsibility. And I just wanted to make sure I was doing my best and my best looks different every day. Robbie and I talked about that in a different podcast episode, but it was only a few months into motherhood. I would say between four and six months, maybe as soon as my son started sleeping, like ever, he never slept the first one. It was anyway, uh, I started getting up around the time my husband did between four and 5 AM and getting in the word of God. And again, I wasn't 100% consistent with it. It wasn't an every single day thing. I'm not saying I'm perfect here. I'm still not, but the days that I do are drastically different than the days that I don't. And so I've always advocated for this. You've heard me advocate for it a lot. And no, you do not have to get up between 4 and 5 a.m. Get up 10, 30, 90 minutes before your kids and just have some time for yourself. It changes everything. Taking that first part of your day to have that intentional time versus the last part of your day where you're like exhausted and have no like mental bandwidth left is so much more valuable and fruitful in your life. And so that's a whole nother podcast episode. You've heard me talk about it and advocate for it a million times on here. But I think it's also really, really, really important to get in God's word throughout the day. And so we're going to talk about a couple of of reasons why. We're going to talk about a couple of scripture verses and then some ways that you can actually go about doing that in your life. And I think the number one reason is letting your children see you in God's word. Proverbs 22.6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And I believe the number one thing here is that it's done by example. Like so much of parenting is caught, not taught. So much of just growing up and, and being a human is caught, not taught. We're such relational beings I cannot tell you the number of times my son has come home from nursery or playgroup or the playground or whatever, and he's doing something that I've never seen him or any other kid do before because he saw one kid do it once. My son actually knows how to turn on the TV and go to Apple Music and turn on his own playlist on there. And it's because he's seen me do it one time. So these are just a couple examples. And I'm pretty sure you can come up with examples in your own life of where you've seen your kids just catch things, just pick them up because you or somebody else was doing it. And so much of parenting and, and being is caught, not taught. And so if we're only getting up in the morning and opening God's word before our kids wake up and they never see us in the Bible, we're never engaging with them in it. We're doing a huge disservice to planting those seeds that then we're allowing God to water. I heard the story, I don't even remember where it was from, where it came from, but a man was talking about he is so consistent with his Bible time in like 
every day, primarily in the morning, because every morning when he got up, his mom was like at the table or in this chair with her Bible open and she would remain in it for a certain amount of time. And what an amazing gift that we can pass on to our children by allowing them see us regularly going to the word of God, knowing, allowing them to know because they've seen it in our lives that we see it as this valuable and useful tool. And that brings me to number two, which is utilizing God's words for the instruction manual and tool that it is. Second Timothy three sixteen and 17 says, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that a man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing songs and psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And I love God's word so much for this because I've I've heard this quote go around before that like there's no instruction manual for being a parent. And it's like, actually, yeah, there is. It's called the Bible, right? It's just the instruction manual for life. And it's such an amazing tool for us, for ourselves, for those we love, for those close to us and our children for correcting and training and teaching and reproof and, and training in righteousness, right? But if the only time that we're pulling out, our kids are seeing us pull out the Bible and read it is when they're like, we're coming at them with a lecture. They're going to have this negative connotation towards scripture. They're going to automatically see scripture come out and they're going to like have their defenses come up internally where they're like, oh no, here I am getting in trouble, getting, you know, a lecture again or whatever else. So while it is this amazing tool that I think we should be going to regularly for instruction, for wisdom and so much more, I also want to encourage that we have to let our children see us in God's word outside of using it for this tool. But it's an amazing thing, again, for us to utilize in that way. I think it's a huge reason God gave it to us, but also making sure we're doing the Matthew 7, 5 thing, taking the log out of our own eye before the speck in our brothers, right? A third reason is allowing God's word to guide our days. Psalm 119, 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And I love this verse and I cling to this verse because I believe there's just so much goodness in it and such amazing reminder. And when I think of a lamp, right, it's an old fashioned like lamp lantern that doesn't look like the bright LEDs we have today, right? The the weakest flashlight you can find in your house is probably more powerful than a lamp was back when this was written. A lamp is only going to light, you know, a a three, four foot radius around you maybe, right? And it's a lamp to our feet. And so it's just illuminating the next step is the way I love to think about this verse and a light to our path. Like God can see the whole path. And sometimes he gives us that vision, but he's only like lighting, lighting up our feet with this little lamp to take that next step. And if you're in a dark room, if you're on a dark path on a dark journey, right? You're not going to just like get rid of the one light source that you have. 
And when we're not going to God's word regularly, when we're not just keeping it in front of us, we're not really allowing him to guide our days. And so while we can go first thing in the morning and we can use it as a tool for training, I think it's so important to just go to it regularly. Anytime you're struggling with anxiety, with fear, with, I don't know how to, you know, have this conversation with a friend. I don't know what I'm going to talk about on my podcast. (laughs) I don't know, um, how to handle this behavior with my child or whatever it is. God's word is there and through it, he is able to, to speak to us and to meet us and to guide us and give us his wisdom and so much more. And so that's the third reason I wanted to give you guys today is just why it's so important to get in God's word not just regularly as in in the morning each and every day, but all throughout the day. And then I want to give you guys just a couple tactical and practical ways. Okay, how do I do this? Number one is to keep a Bible handy kind of all throughout your house. If you have one Bible that's your like regular go-to Bible, that's great. Grab a couple extras. I just scored like a couple of Bibles, not necessarily for my home because I already had some, but for giveaway Bibles to just people who I encounter that don't have a Bible on christianbooks.com, I think it was, and they were having this major sale and it was like, I think six or $7. I paid for some nice Bibles. They're like the leatherette cover and they've got the shiny edges on the pages and um, they're the translation that I really like. And so christianbooks.com is a great place. Maybe you have a local Christian bookstore. Uh, I think a lot of churches probably all the time are giving away Bibles for free. There are places that you can snag extra Bibles if you want to keep additional ones around your home. Another way is having the Bible app on your phone. Now, I do want to caution with this because um, a whole list of reasons, but the number one thing being when we're on our phone, nobody else knows what we're doing on our phone, right? Whether we're playing a game or working from our phone or reading scripture from our phone or whatever else, watching a show, um, scrolling social media, nobody else knows what we're doing but us. And so if you're on your phone a lot for work or other reasons, and then you like go on your phone to the Bible app, you're not planting those seeds, right, for your children to see unless you're reading it out loud or, you know, it's one of those moments where you're able to come together and say, Hey, you know, I just feel like reading a little bit of my Bible. You want to read it with me? And or I'm going to read this verse. Do you mind if I read it out loud? And then sharing it in that way, totally different, right? Another thing we can do is write out scripture on note cards or our windows. These are two different ways I've seen it done. If you have a dry erase, you can write it on your windows throughout your home and write that scripture And then you can change it regularly, right? Leave them up for a week. Make it a Sunday afternoon habit where you and your family pick out scripture verses and write them on different windows in your home where you're going to see them regularly. Or I've seen note cards where people will tape them to the light switches in their home. Then every time they enter a room and flip on the light, they see the note card there and they're more likely to read it. Maybe putting it above the light switch and then below the light switch and then beside the light switch, right? Moving it around a little bit so you're not becoming so used to seeing it there. And then again, change the scripture verses weekly or monthly, whatever kind of rotation you need to keep that in front of you. Another way you can go about doing this is something that we've done, and it's using artwork throughout your home that has the word of God in it. Again, you might become pretty natural or 
um, unsensitized right to seeing it in your home but we have the fruit of the spirit is like the main thing in our living room behind our fireplace and then we also have the lord's prayer on one and in different rooms of our home we've got different pieces of artwork like a little picture a little cross or something of that nature that has god's word on it which is fabulous And then the last way to keep God's word in front of you in your everyday existence, right, to going to it regularly would be to implement notifications, right, to utilize those annoying pesky notifications that are always coming to your phone for the goodness of God. And that could look a lot of different ways. It could look like setting up reminders in the YouVersion app. I know you can get the verse of the day and then also the verse image of the day delivered to your phone and you can schedule the time that you want that to happen. You can do devotions in that app and then have it remind you at a certain time to do that devotion for the day. And I think it even sends you like a notification that's a preview of it. So you automatically start reading and then you want to click to read more. You can hook up with a group of friends, or maybe there's an external notification system I don't even know about that will send a scripture verse. Maybe you and, you and a couple of friends can agree to send each other a scripture verse every day. And you have a group of four of you and you all live in different time zones. And one normally sends in the morning and one mid afternoon and one in the evening. And then now you've got kind of scripture coming to your phone on a regular basis. Hey friend, I hope this episode blessed you. If it did, don't hesitate to share with a friend, scroll down, leave a review, join us in the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus community, and let us know your takeaways. Join in this conversation with us that we start off of almost every podcast episode. And if you're someone who's wanting to go deeper into God's word, to have a better understanding, to increase those spiritual disciplines and so much more, please join us in the Seek First Challenge starting February 14th.